you can survive anyhow if you deeply understand the why. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. In episode 103 of TDLS, I sat down with Migi Azurin. Migi is a digital strategist, educator, and entrepreneur. He manages an e-commerce marketing agency with clients in retail, pharma, and agriculture. He's also an advocate of getting 7 to 8 hours of sleep every night. In this episode, we talk about his awesome ground-up stories, how he started freelancing and became an agency founder. We also talk about how he decided and why he decided to say goodbye to hassle culture and get more sleep. We also talk about trying to design a meaningful and purposeful life and much much more so make sure to stay around you know stay tuned until the end hopefully you'll enjoy this podcast episode as much as i did so i've learned a lot from Miggy and make sure to follow the podcast on apple podcast or any of your favorite podcasting apps so make sure to go to the designlifeshow.com to learn more about this crazy mission on creating more content more meaningful contents especially for the Filipino creative community. Alright, so that's it. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the, another episode of the Design Lab Show. I'm super pumped, you know. I, I'm uh, we're recording it actually tonight at 8 p.m. here in the Philippines. So uh, even though you probably uh, you know don't care about that, but I <laughs> I'm saying it right now. But you know, uh, I'm super stoked to have another awesome uh, uh, guest here on the podcast, the Design Lab Show. So Migi. Azurin, so hopefully I'm not murdering uh, his sure name, right? So or his name, but you know, Amigi uh, connected. Uh, you know, I've I've connected with Jess, and he's, he's also uh, she's also been on the podcast uh, in one of the uh, episode of the podcast. So uh, Jess connected me with Migi. So you know, uh, I'm really honored, or you know, blessed, or grateful to have Migi on the show, Migi. Without further ado, how are you doing? Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm, I'm really excited that we finally got to do this after uh, a long time scheduling it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to, uh, to join. Uh, funny story, actually, uh, I, I think I stumbled on your podcast uh, a, a while back. Eh? So uh, when, when you reached out to uh, send the invite, I thought it was uh, very humbling. To be part of a, a podcast that I know is uh, very popular among your audience. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Migi. So yeah, I, I, you know, it's been a while to, you know, it's been uh, uh, pretty. I, I think it's safe to say that it's a, it's a great journey, right? <laughs> it's a humbling journey right now. You know, I, I've made a lot of mistake. Uh, I've been into a lot of rabbit holes, and then I try to, you know, just share. Uh, my 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 conclusions, you know, all the learnings that I've learned as well from some of the best uh, um, guests that I've you know I've interviewed. So now you're part of it, right? So <laughs> it's you know it's it's super it's super uh, awesome to hear hear some you know your your ground up story, especially for ev- everyone who are listening right now, those Filipino creatives who want to learn more about. You know marketing. You know, I I I I know that you you've been into 
uh, in the business for quite some time. So just to give context for anyone who are listening, can you give a little background? You know, what are you doing right now? Yeah, sure, sure. So uh, I'm a marketing professional. Uh, I actually wear two main hats at the moment. So the first one is uh, my day job, quote-unquote. Uh, I'm the managing partner of Husky Digital. We are, we're an e-commerce marketing agency. And we specialize primarily in industries like retail, uh, pharma, and agriculture currently. Um, and very fresh news. Um, I wasn't able to tell you this before the show, but very fresh news was, uh, uh, I think about two weeks ago, I, I, I joined a fintech startup called 4Gives. So uh, we're a buy now, pay later company where we offer our customers or our users uh, for equal installments uh, to anything that they would like to purchase at 0% interest. So I recently joined the group as their chief marketing officer. Uh, and that would be the, the second half of my week, basically. Um, yeah, so I've wow. been to marketing uh, the last five or six years. It's been my entire life. And uh, I'm always very happy to take opportunities like this to, uh, to talk more about it and hopefully inspire people to uh, continue on with a career in marketing. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's really great to hear. And uh, you've mentioned, uh, you know, uh, offline. So you've mentioned that you've been into freelancing before you, uh, you know, just to go back a little bit on your journey with, with how do you, how, you know, how do you started in freelancing and become an agency founder, especially for, you know, for anyone who probably want to jump shift from, from one, one career to another or probably want to start their own Especially right now during pandemic, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, I, I think it's. Marami din nawala ng work, diba? Or you know, trabaho or clients in in some way. It's it's been, but some uh, for some it's it's a blessings in disguise because there's a lot of opportunities, especially in the digital landscape, right? So just to give some context, how how did you started on freelancing and become an agency founder? Yeah, you know, this is such a funny story. I, I always smile back when I, whenever I get, to, uh, get a chance to think about and reminisce around it again. So uh, when I graduated uh, around five, six years ago, um, I jumped right into entrepreneurship. And I was very stubborn at the time. I, I thought that I would be able to you know, do anything that I wanted. I was young and energetic. So I, I started a few startup companies um, around different industries, different ideas. I had different ideas, but uh, actually none of them panned out. No? So um, after about a year and a half, I had about you know, five or six, I think, failed projects under me. So nothing materialized. Uh, and I actually semi-gave up <laughs> on, on the whole starting a business thing. And I, and I told myself that, um, I think it's time for me to uh, make some money because I, I at the point at that point I, I was not making any money at all, uh, and I ventured into freelancing. Now my problem was I I'm actually not a creative person, so I don't have a graphic design background or anything like that. It's really just pure marketing. So um, I I had some experience doing strategy, and I I thought to myself that I was a very uh, at least I was a decent copywriter, right? So that's what I started doing. Um, and funny enough, I I went on to Facebook. So when I decided that I wanted to do freelancing, you know, in, in the marketing space, I, I went on to Facebook. I, I posted in all of these groups saying that I will do any marketing work that you need for free uh, for as long as you allow me to use your logo on my portfolio. So that was my only agenda. And... Mm -hmm. uh, Luckily enough, I had about, uh, I think it was about 10 companies reach out. And, and for a month, I did work for them for free. Right? So it was just a mix of all of these weird marketing tasks like copywriting and uh, some light graphic design work, which I did on Canva or some research that they needed. So anything, anything that I could get my hands on. And after the month, I said to you know, these, these 10 clients that, hey, uh, if you want to keep my services, uh, you're going to have to pay me. Uh, and, and I just came up with a random number that I thought was good enough. Uh, and then luckily enough, three of them uh, decided that uh, it was a good idea to hire me. 
and they became my first paying clients. So uh, that's how I started. And uh, it, it's funny because uh, doing that led to one client after another, after another, and, and soon enough, uh, I thought to myself that, oh, okay, I, I think I have something really special here. And then I turned it into an agency, and uh, I, I've been ho- I've been operating Husky Digital ever since. Yeah, and and uh, uh, I just wanna you know I'm I'm very curious. Uh, what's your you know, what what are you thinking of when you're you know into freelancing and then transitioning from being an agency agency owner, right? So probably I I think it's super cool to think that hey you're an agency owner, but behind the curtain. There's a lot of things that's going on, right? It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a lot of work, right? So c- can you share, you know, uh, a glimpse of that, you know, just to, uh, just to, you know, just to make sure that everyone who wants to transition from freelancing into agency owner uh, has still uh, keep their sanity, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we both know that it's uh, very hard to keep your sanity as an agency yeah. owner. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I think for the listeners uh, on of, of this podcast, you're, you're going to have to first understand that being a freelancer and being an agency owner are two completely different skill sets. Okay, as a freelancer, you're usually executing, right? So in my case, I was doing the social media management. I was doing the media buying for my clients. Right? So doing the day-to-day execution. Now, as an agency owner, uh, I still spend some time doing that because I, I really can't get away from that work. That's really uh, work that I enjoy doing. But a lot of my responsibility day to day is managing the agency, meaning uh, making sure that my uh, my team is succeeding, uh, making sure that we're paying our bills on time, uh, hiring suppliers, and then talking to all of our different partners and stakeholders, and uh, a bit of account management also. So. Uh, I don't get to do a lot of the media buying work that I used to do uh, because now I've gone from uh, media buyer or freelancer to business owner, right? So it, it's a whole different skill set. Uh, and it's a different kind of part, right? So I, I won't go as far as saying that, uh, you know, I, I prefer being a business owner or over being a freelancer or, you know, freelancers have it easier than business owners. That, mm-hmm. that's, I think that's the, that's the wrong way to look mm-hmm. at it. Both lives. Uh, have their very specific set of challenges and it's just a matter of choosing you know which challenges you have uh, I, I like to you know share with people who ask that uh, you know when, when, it, when it comes to their career uh, many career paths are hard right almost anything that you choose to do if it's worthwhile is going to be hard it's just a matter of choosing your heart and, and choosing the heart that makes sense for you and and to me uh, the the hard quote unquote that I chose is Uh, managing the agency the way that I'm doing it now. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think it's super, you know, it's super uh practical to, you know, to uh to get some answer from, you know, from anyone who are practicing that, you know, as being an agency founder and yeah, and uh one thing that, you know, I'm I'm really curious as well Miggy when it comes to Uh, being an agency founder, founder, right? It's it, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of uh, what you call it. You in in most of the time when I'm just getting started, you know, uh, in my journey, I I I feel like you know I I I I I'm very talented in when it comes to you know digital uh, arts, you know, digital designs, right? So I I do website, you know, I do logo, but 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 back then I don't have any management skill. I don't have people skill which is you know one of the skill set or one of the uh, things that you should have on your arsenal to really you know to really succeed as an agency founder how do you develop those you know especially the people skill for anyone especially for for me uh, as a as a as a introvert right so you know as an asian guy who who grow up in the philippines Sometimes uh, I, I don't want to talk, right? So it drains my energy. As most of creatives as well that uh, I've worked with, engaged with, are pretty, you know, pretty introverted, right? And uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's like what you said. Choose your heart, right? So I choose my heart to really try to develop the people skills. Uh, I just want to learn more about uh, your process on, you know, uh, 
developing right or building a new skill yeah especially people skill yeah y- you know um i prior to becoming an agency owner uh, i used to take a lot of pride in my uh, people skills i always thought that that was my thing and when i actually had to start managing a group of people i realized like wow this is uh, this is a lot of work <laughs> even even for someone who you know i consider myself a natural here but even i have to see that uh, this is this is still something that needs to be developed so i think first and foremost especially for uh, for for people such as yourself that uh, you know consider themselves as introverts and you know you don't necessarily feel uh, like this is a natural fit for you I think you have to first understand that just like any skill, it can be learned, right? Uh, take it from an extrovert who who thought that this should be the easiest thing in the world, but uh, even I have to put in time in developing these skills. So uh, I don't think anyone's an anyone is an exception to that, and and I think just first understanding on on that level that yes, you may not have these skills now, but that doesn't mean you can't learn them, right? So. That that has to be the first mental hurdle that you get over, understanding that it's a learnable skill. That even if you weren't quote unquote you know born with it, you can develop it, right? And uh, and that's great. That's great for you because that means that uh, you can get better at it. Um, and then second, I, I think what's uh, what's essential to develop are are actually two things for me. Uh, the first one is listening. And this is what uh, introverts typically do better than us extroverts, right? Uh, you're you're more uh, deep, deep and uh, insightful uh, listeners. So that that to me is the the core tenant of people uh, being able to first listen to others and 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 try to understand their point of view. Um, you'd think that a lot of people's skills revolve around you know just talking, but that's really not the case. I, I think. The, the best leaders, the ones that have tremendous people skills, are tremendous tremendous listeners first and foremost. So uh, that was that would be something that uh, I, I would look to developing, like learning to listen uh, intently. Uh, and yeah, then second, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and then and then second would be communicating. Now this might be the challenge for you if you consider yourself someone as uh, you know someone who who, who lacks. Uh, in in this department, um, being able to just speak your mind and and reading the room properly and communicating to with with someone that that's hard. Uh, even even for me, I, again, I consider myself uh, a, a people person. Um, but even for me, I'm I'm always still learning how to communicate. And um, the hardest thing to get over is just learning to be honest with other people. Um, I think communication becomes easy when you're not uh, scared of being honest and being transparent, and and that to me has been the uh, the most challenging thing. Uh, and, and not to say that I I am not an honest person <laughs> or I or I lie, right? It, it's really more um, how honest can I be, for example, with feedback, or how can trans mm-hmm. how transparent can I be with my feelings uh, about someone, right? Uh, that, that is that. Yeah, and you know, unfortunately, there's just no way around it but just to do it, right? And if you need, uh, I guess, like an exercise in that, uh, maybe it would, you know, it would be great to start with your own relationships, right, with your family or your friends, and uh, asking yourself if, uh, if if there's a layer of honesty that you can you can discover or you can you can work on with with your family and your friends i think that's a great place to start and then you carry over that you know confidence with being honest you know to the workplace yeah 100% and i think you could also apply that in in, in being a freelancer or an agent uh, agency founder you know which super useful thank you so much migi for sharing that and i i just want to add as well I think it all boils down as well as you mentioned with with the terms to being transparent, right? Although you know, let's be honest, we can you know we can be transparent every single hour, minute, right, seconds, right? There there's still you know there's still some uh, privacy matters, right? And there's still a lot of things that you know uh, 
probably you need to consider before telling uh, sa- some data, right, informations. But at the end of the day, it's still, you know, uh, at the end of the day for me, it all boils down on self-awareness, right? So if if you just accept, like what Migi said, accept and understand uh, your strength, right, your weaknesses, and try to develop, uh, develop uh, uh, using those, you know, using those, uh, those uh, little insights that you've gathered, uh, understanding yourself, yeah, <laughs> understanding your internal, and you know, internal probably, uh, internal. Uh, I don't know what to call it, but <laughs> uh, probably, uh, uh, you know, uh, list down all the traits, you know, or are or your characteristic that you might find helpful for your journey, right? Or your creative or meaningful journey, whatever you are doing right now. I think that would, you know really makes sense uh, at the end of the day right so yeah so yeah yamigi yeah, we we pretty much talk about you know uh being a business owner and sometimes it's you know uh as a business owner as an agency founder especially for some some freelancers as well are you know romanticizing hustle culture right so we pretty much boast about hustle culture right <laughs> yeah. and so, sometimes we 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 you know, it's it's just like a norm in social media that hey, I'm working right now. I'm working nine to nine, nine to uh, nine to five jobs, and I have side hassles. You know, I I sell I sell longanisa, I sell pizza. You know, I do all <laughs> these things, right? Whatever you, di ba? Sobrang ano parang parang it's it's a norm that we we boast about uh, this culture, right? So, but uh, but you've mentioned as well that you've decided to say goodbye to hustle culture right and get more sleep i, I just want to you know uh, learn more about this transition right these transformations can can you learn uh, can you share about that how how good you started on on you know saying goodbye to to this you know probably uh uh a norm right <laughs> yeah yeah uh, no and, and i think it's very important to uh, to mm-hmm. talk about so um, I, I kept a lot of my bad habits in college, uh, and they stayed with me uh, early in, early into my working years. So uh, I had this mindset where the the longer that I work, the more productive I am. That was the mindset, and yeah, that yeah. I should be willing to work really late nights and wake up really early if I need to to get something done. And, and I thought what even made it worse was that I used to brag about it, right? I used to be very proud of my ability, quote-unquote, to work long hours. And then um, it wasn't uh, one moment. I, I, it was a series of these, uh, these, uh, these events in, in a span of, I would like, I'd like to say, like six months, uh, a few years ago. That just made me realize that uh, this wasn't what I wanted to do. So uh, I think... This might be, you know, this might uh, be relatable to some people, but uh, there was a stretch where I had a few panic attacks, uh, where there were a few days where I woke up and I was just really sluggish and I was fatigued, right? I, I, I just my my whole body was hurting despite not, you know, working out or anything, right? So, um, that was the wake up call for me, and I was thinking like, wow, here I am, I'm 24 years old, 25, and uh, I'm I'm getting burnt out physically and mentally, right? And I don't have a family yet or anything, right? It's crazy. So yeah. uh, it, 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 was a, it took a lot of reflecting. And, and like to your point, it took a lot of self-awareness. And then I realized that the most important thing in my life should be my physical and mental health. And, and nothing should you know, come in, in, in between that. Because if I am not physically or mentally fit, I can't be a good son, I can't be a good uh, fiancé, I can't be a good friend, I can't be a good colleague. I, I, I won't be able to do anything that I want, I won't be able to enjoy the, you know, the work that I'm doing and the success that I'm achieving. So it all starts with your health. And then I realized that this culture that we have of glorifying the hustle and the working hard all the time, it was too crazy for me and it wasn't something that I believed in anymore. So. I made a very, very active decision to work my lifestyle around getting more sleep, right? Very specific. So uh, I didn't just tell myself that, oh, I want to improve my physical and mental health. I said that 
it it will have to revolve around my sleep first since that's uh, one of the most important human functions that tends to be affected by uh, mm-hmm. by your working hours and i i i molded my entire lifestyle to fit my sleep schedule not the other way around so so to me i thought that my work and my lifestyle has to adjust and not my sleep hours so my sleep hours i'm happy to tell you uh, i'd like to say like the past 2 to 3 years I've been getting a good uh, seven to eight hours on average every night um, uh, of sleep. You, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. But but I I, I actually you know spoke. it's weird to talk about sleep when you know <laughs> when there's bills you know and all this stuff happening right. But you know it's 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 really it's a really fresh uh, idea or probably uh, probably it's been uh, it's been you know probably it's underrated right. Probably it's underrated as a human because we we tend to we tend to really j- just work as much as we can to really provide to you know to our family provide to ourselves you know and as well we have employees crew that we that really depends on us right so and yeah thank you so much for sharing your me uh, just continue sorry to cut you up <laughs> yeah no, no I just worries. yeah I just get right. start uh, I just get side excited about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? I I struggled with that same mindset. You know, uh-huh. I, I here I was thinking, but you know, I have all of these ambitions and I have these responsibilities. A mm-hmm. part of me, uh, at the first, you know, at, at the beginning, part of me felt guilty, you know, for doing this for myself. As to me, uh, why would I sleep early or why would I get seven, eight to hours, seven to eight hours of sleep? If I have not finished all of that that I needed to finish, right? Uh, but the the reasoning that I have, and this is what I share with other people, is that my physical, my mental health is what allows me to finish the work that I need to do. Okay, and if I am not at a hundred percent, you know, physically and mentally, I can't be or I can't go a hundred percent at my work or my responsibilities or my relationships with other people. So. I have to choose, right? And and for me, the the principle is simple. I can't give what I don't have. So I can't give energy to my projects, to my work, to my colleagues, to my to my family and my friends if I don't have that energy in the first place. So by being selfish, quote unquote, and you know sleeping early and taking care of myself, it becomes much easier to be all of the other roles that I'm playing. Right? It's a It's this weird paradox, right? Where I purposely <laughs> work less, <laughs> uh, but I get more done, right? And uh, it, mm-hmm. it's crazy what happens when you start to shift your mind towards that, and and then you flip the script. Like so, like I said earlier, I I no longer uh, compromised my sleep schedule for my lifestyle. It was the other way around. My lifestyle had to budge, and and work around, and I had to work around my sleep schedule because my premise here was. I can't be the best version of myself if I don't, you know, take care of myself. So if I, if I want to achieve all of the things that I said I want to achieve, if I uh, want to, you know, uh, fulfill my responsibilities, I need to first work on myself. Now, I think it's uh, worth mentioning that, uh, you know, it's not like every time I will just sleep early or I don't have uh, any more long nights. I still do. I still do. Um, I, I will not hesitate to uh, to work late if I need to, or you know, uh, extend a bit if I need to. But that has become the exception rather than the rule. Um, and I can I can count, you know, just the, for example, the last four weeks, how many nights I spent uh, working late or working past my deadline of uh, of uh, of my work hours, uh, just because again, like I said, I. If I if I need to, I will, but I I have to you know make it a point not to need to do it every time, because that means I'm doing something wrong in my day. Right? It means that um, I, I'm I'm there's there's something inefficient or there's something that I can improve mm-hmm. on to to make sure that I can sleep by nine or ten o'clock. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that you know that's super useful. All the bits and you know all the meat and potatoes that you've mentioned actually. Uh, really, uh, hopefully, 
uh, who are listening right now uh try try it right so try to optimize your time right so and what, what like what i've always talk about this on the podcast as well i've been talking about this for the past four years you know uh try to integrate less but better principles so i've got that from from a book called essentialism the discipline pursuit of less by greg mccon right so it's super you know if you haven't heard that migi or if you haven't read that book uh, you know probably you'll 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 you know you'll uh you'll get excited as well on that uh, on that topic especially uh we're talking about getting more sleep right so and and i i, I think uh it's also shows you know uh i think it's also answered the 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 old you know the old passion questions that you know uh if you if i if i need to be productive should i work more hours right so and uh, it sh- it only shows that you probably you know you you can't be pro- uh, sometimes working hours long hours of work uh doesn't mean that you you know you're being productive right so probably there's there's different reasons behind that or there's probably a need to uh to adjust you know or pivot a little bit to to make sure that you're on your best self right so Again, Maggie, thank you so much for you know for sharing all those uh, tips and uh, actionable uh, insights about you know uh, about getting more sleep, especially you know especially right now. So we need that uh, we need we need that mental health. We need to really boost our 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 health physically, right, and mentally. So that's you know that's super useful for sure. So I, uh, before we you know before we go dive into the to other topics that you know I, I i'm really passionate about to talk about with you Miguel. uh uh we we uh i think i've i've been uh telling this a lot with with my all my contents right so you you have to try meaningful and uh creative journey right and you know uh try to be intentional you know all of this stuff that i've uh that i've kind of scratching the surface right so uh and you've mentioned you know, you know we've you know we've uh you've mentioned that offline that you know uh you tried it as well right so you tried to design a meaningful and purposeful life uh, can you share your stories behind those and you know for anyone who haven't heard that before uh what's your you know what's what's the backstory for migi <laughs> yeah yeah um so I I I I think I mentioned a lot of it uh, when mm-hmm. I talked about you know my sleep, but uh, at the core of that is really just asking yourself, you know, what what do you want out of your life? What is it that you want to do, and what is it that you want to achieve? Um, and I I really tried to live by this uh, this very simple philosophy that I actually empirated from somebody else. Uh, he it, it goes something you know very simply like this. It's your health, your loved ones, your mission, in that order, and nothing else matters. Okay, so again, it's your health, mm-hmm. your loved ones, your mission, in that order, and nothing else matters. So I tried to design my life around just those three things. So as I mentioned, right, your physical and mental health goes first. And uh, everything that I do is geared towards improving my physical and mental health or at the very least uh, maintaining a, a, a healthy <laughs> a healthy lifestyle both physically and mentally <laughs> um, for my loved ones I really try to make time for them I really try to fit them into my week whether that's just uh, mm-hmm. you know, through through one movie together or, or quality conversations I try to be in the moment and of course my mm-hmm. mission which is uh, the work that I do in marketing and everything else for me shouldn't matter as much. So uh, when, when I try to design you know, my life, it's really just being intentional about working on those three things and, and really keeping them as a priority. Now, uh, I, I also go by the, the saying that if you have more than three priorities, then you have no priorities, right? So. Uh, a lot of what I do is just focused on those three things. 
Now, uh, I, I won't go around and, and pretend that I'm, you know, this perfect example of someone who's able to balance those three things. Um, it's, a, it's a daily struggle, right? It's a daily struggle. Sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. But uh, the point is working towards that where, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, where you can really truly say that, yes, it's only these three things that I have in my life and you know, nothing else really matters. Yeah, that's you know that's super powerful. Health, lab ones, missions. Does relationship uh, included on lab ones, right? Yeah, Maybe. yeah. That's, that's, that's where your, uh, gotcha. that's where your relationship should be. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you know probably for some millennials, Gen Z out there is probably a little boring to talk about this, right? <laughs> And we 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 sound kind of like your grumpy old. Uh, old dad right or yeah. grandpa, old grandma, <laughs> grandfather right but at the end of the day it's you know like what migi said it's it's really designing uh, your intentional life right so what's your intentions what motivates you and why you are doing those things right so of course it all boils down on uh, being healthy uh, uh, having building a meaningful relationship and then you know of course uh, uh, the the Uh, the part that you have to earn, right? So the money part, you have you have to really find as well a mission to really cater those clients as well. Because uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, uh, as Simon Sinek said, right? So uh, even though we have, you know, uh, even though we have missions, right? So we 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 have a lot of goals to obtain. We still need money, right? So don't you know you don't. Uh, I-, I think it's it's pretty. No, it's pretty cliche that I'm always saying this. That uh, sometimes, uh, especially for creatives who uh, find themselves or selling their, themselves shorts, right? So they try to really provide value as much as possible. At the end of the day, they don't have any, you know, anything in in return, right? So like what I've said, always follow 90 over 10 rule, right? Provide value, and then 10% of that time, 90% of the time, provide value, and 10% of the time, of course, you have to. You have to uh, provide informations about your products and services because, because you know, even though it's not in our in our nature, especially for creatives out there, it's not in our nature to sh- to sell. Uh, if you want to go all in on your you know on your meaningful and creative journey, so it's it's a lot of you know it's a lot of uh, juggling different things and juggling different principles, uh, which we we pretty much mentioned here. With Migi, which is super powerful. So hopefully you will learn a lot from there. So yeah, Migi, uh, thank you for so much for sharing those experiences. Those, you know, those. Uh, I think that's you know that's super. For me, it's it's super meaningful conversation and super fruitful. And I'm really glad to have you here. Just to shift a little bit on our on our conversations. Uh, 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 can, can you share your you know? Uh, I think we've mentioned building habits, right? So. You know, can you share your process about you know uh, how you build uh, your your good habits, right? So, and uh, you know, it's it's pretty weird to to talk about it, right? So I I didn't know that uh, we should talk about building habits, but you know, just to give some context for anyone who probably uh, lost their habits after pandemic, right? So, or they are rebuilding their habits right now. What's your take on that? Yeah, uh, you know that's a great question, and uh, and so the things that I mentioned earlier—your health, your loved ones, your mission—being able to be uh, successful in those three things require you know, very consistent habits. So I'm I'm happy you asked that. Um, so when I look at my habits, I don't just look at uh, the repetitive activities that I do every day. Okay, what I see. Uh, beyond that is an identity that I identify as Migi, uh, and I'm the kind of person who does this. Okay, so whenever you're looking to changing a habit or adding a new habit into your life, uh, don't just think of adding that activity. Right? So, for example, if you you consider yourself someone that needs to do more working out, right? You don't, you lack physical exercise. And you decide that you want to pick up running. Uh, I would recommend not just pick up running because that's just uh, half the battle. The other half of the battle is identifying 
as someone who loves to run or someone who does run. And then that's why that's why a lot of habits of people don't stick around because they don't change the identity. They don't change the belief system. In their mind, they're they're not someone who loves to run. They're just someone, they're, they're their old self that is now forced to run. Okay, so 100%. that's the uh, that's the uh, that's the trick there. When you're looking at bad habits that you want to get rid of or good habits that you want to add, consider what what you need to believe differently. Okay, so for example, for me, when when I was trying to implement a stricter sleep schedule, one of the the core beliefs that I had to change was my belief that long hours meant productivity. And 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 mind you, I had this mindset for such a long time. This is what I had in college. Mm-hmm. I had this in high school. So I was trying to relearn something that I've kept around as a core belief for almost you know for sorry for more than a decade. And that was the first thing that I attacked. I I had to first believe that I I no longer uh, sorry I, I had to first say that I no longer believe that working long hours means productivity. I no longer believe that I had to compromise my health to be successful. So I had to change that. So now it's the opposite. I, I believe that I can work smart. I believe that I can do everything that I need to do by 9 o'clock and, and sleep 7 to 8 hours a day. So the belief system had to change first and then the habits followed. Okay, so I, I, would, I would advise anyone who's looking to change their habits, whether removing bad ones or adding good ones, to first and foremost revisit your belief system. What are the things that you believe in in your life right now that are persisting this bad habit or stopping you from adding this new ha- or this new good habit? Okay? And then work on that first. Change what you believe in first. And then the habits come easier because once you change your belief system, you start to identify as someone who does this or who does that or who doesn't do this and doesn't do that. And then the habits follow. Okay, so in the example that I gave earlier, instead of just you know picking up your running shoes and then uh, going out for a run in the morning, uh, it would help to journal. Or it would help to, uh, to do some self-talk and, and ask yourself, what are, what are the things that I currently believe in that are stopping me from running uh, right now? In the morning, right? So you could probably be say you probably say, "Oh, because I believe that I'm 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 not a morning person," or or I believe that I'm not someone who runs, right? Those are the limiting beliefs that stop you from uh, adding new habits in your life. So uh, change that first, and then your body will follow. Okay? Change your mind, and your body will follow. That's the that's the mindset to have. So with your habits, change your belief system identify as you know this kind of person who doesn't do this or who does that and then the habits will follow yeah 100 percent. and i'm kind of connecting uh that as well on some similar to like changing the narratives right so uh as as i mentioned before when i'm just getting started i feel like i can't talk a lot i can't uh, provide value right so so uh but back then so i realized when we when miggy is uh, saying all this you know awesome stuff i realized that uh maybe maybe there's you know there's a belief that really hindered me to really talk and provide value on that point of time so so and and i remember when i'm in in those uh, in those trans you know probably transformations uh, or probably uh in in uh in the process of really building the the habits to really talk and provide value so i changed the i changed my narrative from being uh you know from being a, sh- a shy introvert who fear uh other you know uh, others opinion right i changed that into uh to someone who more excited to talk more about his passion his his purpose that he want to you know he will want to obtain or want to uh to uh uh to create with the, with his own, own own terms right so i think that's you know that's that's a really uh really good idea and you know it's something that everyone should 
should try right so and yet biggie thank you so much for that miggy super that's super interesting and uh and yeah before we we you know before we end this you know podcast episode I, i think there's a lot of good stuff here and you know i'm really taking note uh what you know uh for uh for all of this you know all, all of these experiences right struggles right so in birds eyes ice view right so in high overview for in general right so what's your you know what's your best practical advice for people who who want to uh you know probably who want to create their uh their own uh entrepreneurial journey or agency as a as a agency founder or anyone who wants to start uh their career uh their own path right so what's your best practical advice for them uh this is going to sound a little cliche but i think it's the one of the best advice that i can ever give and it's very simple you can survive anyhow if you deeply understand the why um and and that is true for an undertaking an entrepreneurial venture that is true for starting a relationship that is true for anything that you want to be able to accomplish in in your life both big and small things how uh, it's easy to list down all of the things that you need to do it's easy to figure out what the next step is it's much more difficult to find the resolve and to find purpose in in the challenges that you face so my advice is when you undertake anything grand or anything exciting or scary for you keep in the in the front of your mind the reasons why you're doing what you do because if the why if the purpose that you have is really really important to you and it's deeply something that you truly believe in anything that comes your way doesn't stand a chance you are i i truly believe that an inspired human being is just one of the most unstoppable forces in the in the world <laughs> and that's true for <laughs> anything that you do so uh for for your listeners if you feel like you're stuck if you feel like uh you you've had a really tough time i implore you to just dig deep and ask yourself why is it that you do what you do like what is the what is the core reason and and if you're not able to uh, communicate that or or say it right it just tells me that you don't know what it is and and it's no it's no reason it's no it should come as no surprise then why you're struggling or why you're you, you can't seem to get over the hump and and it all starts with that so uh yeah i i think that's uh, the best takeaway to have that uh with with anything that you need to endure understanding why you need to do it and believing in that is the best thing that you can do for yourself yeah 100% that's super on point thank you so much migi for you know for sharing your your uh, design life stories you know grown up stories and you know meaningful journey and uh, this this tips actionable uh steps for anyone who who try to really uh, be bold enough to find their passion and purpose so, you know all of all of the things that you've mentioned are super awesome and and for me it's you know i've i've learned a lot so hopefully everyone who are listening right now or anyone who listened on the podcast uh learned uh, at least one or two from this one so maybe if they want to learn more about you if they want to learn more husky digital that uh husky digital or any uh, anything that you want to uh if they want if they have any questions if they if they want probably uh want to learn more about all, all the things that you are doing awesome things that you are doing what's the best link that they could reach you out Yeah sure so uh I'm I'm very friendly on LinkedIn. <laughs> uh I I share a lot of my thoughts about career and about life uh mostly on LinkedIn. So if anyone's looking to connect with me, uh I I accept almost anyone <laughs> who uh who uh sends over a connection request. Um and then very recently I tried to start YouTubing. So Uh, I've actually started creating mm-hmm. content around topics that I'm very passionate about outside of work. So 
right now I'm I'm doing a lot of uh, content around NFTs. So you know, it's it's under the whole cryptocurrency craze, and uh, there are a few mm-hmm. NFT projects that I'm very uh, excited about, and I and I I, I, I vlog about <laughs> on my YouTube channel. So uh, you can see another side of me there as well. If let's uh, if go. Uh, yeah. other the, the nerdy <laughs> stuff, right? The nerdy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really cool. And Husky Digital, right? Huskydigital.com and getbettership.com. Can you share a little bit about that for anyone who might be interested? Yeah, so uh Husky Digital is my marketing agency. Uh we also have content there, so um you could check that out as well. And I manage with my fiance this uh, sleep health company. That we that we're uh, running together. It's called Get Better Sheep. Uh, we have sleep. We have products that help you sleep better at night. So currently, we have uh, weighted blankets. We have uh, a balm that we that we sell also, and pajamas. So yeah, it's a very small store. Uh, it's like a it's like a side project for the both of us. And uh, yeah, we, we we love managing yeah. it. There you go, Get Better Sheep. So I'm policing myself. I think I mentioned sleep. So. <laughs> I need I need some sleep now, yeah. right? So that's huskydigital.com and getbettership.com. So if for anyone who are listening right now, if you want to learn more about Migi and all the stuff that we've mentioned here, all the great stuff, you know, you, you could you could check that out on our show notes below. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, oh, uh, 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 also we are now available Amazon Music, right? So uh, you could check all the things that we mentioned here on our show notes below so and the podcast is also uh, uh you know if you want to learn more this crazy mission this you know this pretty boring <laughs> thing that i'm doing just go to the design show.com that's the design show.com to learn more about it again migi thank you so much for you know for sharing all the the tips you know the those actionable steps for anyone who who are listening, especially for TDL, TDLS uh, listeners, and you know, uh, I, I really uh, hopefully you you uh, you've enjoyed the podcast session with me. <laughs> I did, I did. This was uh, so much fun. It's a great way to end my day. Thank you very much for for what you do. And that's it. So thank you so much, guys, for listening again to the podcast, and I really appreciate it. For those people who are asking me on how to support the podcast, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So that way, you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. You can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of contents. You can also support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristeves.com forward slash donate or patreon.com forward slash tdls and you can also shop courses and tools online to design the life you really deserve by visiting my shop at shop.jcrestevis.com and you can book a call today i don't buy it just let me know guys so the last one would be also by listening and to all the podcast episode and previous episode and however you support my message uh, how, however small that is uh, more than enough and it means the world to me so thank you so much and see you again next time <laughs>